We all need a shot of encouragement to keep us going. A new beginning with Greg Laurie is sure to help in your journey of faith. Hear it twice daily. Details at vision.org.au. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, a significant week coming next week, as you know, a couple of times a year here on Vision, we have a fundraiser called the Visionathon. Now, it's an important time because it connects what we do here at Vision with every listener in every community, be they cities, towns, be they remote outback locations, uh, to what happens with what God is doing as we look to see a goal fulfilled of Christian media for every Australian. So it becomes a very important focus for us. And next week, it's been creeping up for a little while, but next week it'll be here. It'll be the Visionathon. Well, Phil Edwards is the CEO of Vision Media. I've invited him to join us today and uh, just fill us in on a few of the details as to what's coming with the Visionathon next week. Hello, Phil. Great to see you. Yeah, good morning, Neil. It's great to be in here. You know, get out of my office and come down to the studio and have some fun with you. Well, you know you're welcome any time. Oh, thanks, mate. I'll bring coffee next time. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. A donut might be nice with that as well. <laughs> no, no, I'm looking after your health. Uh, look, Phil, it's an important vision-a-thon that's coming up. And as we're talking about this today, it's an important historical moment. People are on the edge of their seats. Uh, they're waiting to see what's going to happen with an event that will affect the way world history potentially can unfold. And that is the election of a new U.S. president. I thought and you were talking about the Visionathon there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I am talking about the Visionathon because uh, at a time when uncertainty is prevailing in mm. people's minds, uh, what will happen? Who will be elected? Will it be Trump? Will it be Clinton? Uh, there's a certain uncertainty, but there's uncertainty that surrounds us everywhere. When we have a Visionathon, I guess there's there's some uncertainties in all of that as well. But we want our listeners to be partnering with us in such a way that it provides certainty for a future. How important is this Visionathon next week? Oh, it's really important, Neil. I mean, the bottom line for us is that uh, we are supported by uh, the general community uh, out there, people who get what we do, they love what we do, they value the Word of God, and they see what we do in bringing that to people's lives around Australia. Um, a, a, an idea that I've had going around in my head for a little while now is just this idea of the Word of God being injected into somebody's situation. So you think about, you know, you go to hospital, you go to the doctor, none of us really like having a needle. Um, but when you inject something that is a change agent into the middle of a particular situation, so think of that in a, a medical sense, uh, you've got something in your body, you've got an infection, whatever it might be, they will inject something into that situation and that becomes the agent for change, for healing and recovery and, and for, for wholeness and, and health. And in a spiritual sense, that's what we're doing every day. We're injecting the Word of God into people's lives all around Australia through this wonderful meaning, uh, medium of radio, through the internet and print and other things that we do, using the technology that we all uh, appreciate every day and use every day, the communication tools, picking up a telephone and talking to somebody who's on the other side of the country perhaps. We're taking those things and using them to inject the life-changing Word of God into people's everyday situations. And that's what I love about what we do. And I particularly love the fact that, you know, here we are, you and I, sitting in this room right now, yep. talking to people all over the country, doing all manner of different things. You know, there'll be people that are driving right now, they're hard at work, maybe there's somebody shearing, uh, listening to us as they sweat it out. 
uh, in the old corrugated uh, shed. You know, maybe there's someone in a suit and tie right now who's uh, listening to us online in their office in a major capital city. Uh, there are uh, widows, there are children. It's just amazing the diversity of people that we reach and often behind closed doors where otherwise it's very difficult for the Word of God to reach into those places. And we see the results all the time. So the bottom line to answer your question, how important is this? It's vital because we can't keep doing it without the support of people around Australia. And, and my prayer for Visionathon is that there be a whole lot of people who are galvanized to this mission to take the Word of God and inject it into our country because, goodness me, don't we need it? Interestingly, too, Phil, and uh, I often reflect on the number of stations that are a part of the family of all these vision stations in cities and towns all over the nation, and I think we're up to something like 676, uh, that even since our last Visionathon, there'll be a whole lot of people, a whole lot of new listeners who've never really been exposed to a Visionathon before. And some people will be saying, well, what's this all about? Uh, what is a radio station doing having a, well, it's a four-day Visionathon? And uh, and I see you're, <laughs> you're trying to check on the numbers as they are because it's interesting because the numbers change almost every week. Yeah. That's how significant the growth has been. Well, of course, our dream is Christian media for every Australian, you know, and that's uh, everywhere all over the country. It's not just the big cities which often get the attention, but it's the little tiny places that nobody's ever heard of, apart from perhaps the 50 or 100 or 200 people that live there. Um, and just to pick you up on your number there, Neil. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm lagging. <laughs> no. Well, look, as far as, uh, as far as the official tally is concerned, you're about right. But I can tell you that, uh, you know, I've got access to the back-end figures here. Yep. The way this works is that we typically put them on air and we have them in a kind of a test mode for a while, but it's broadcasting, uh, and then we announce it. So I can tell you the, the actual number of installations that we've done since day one is actually now up to 680. 680. That's just between you and me. I'm not telling anybody else, all right? <laughs> it's and, our secret. And, and this is going to test you out, Neil, and this is the whole every Australian aspect of what we do. The most recent one that we brought on air, which was the day before yesterday, okay? Wow. It was in a town called Bort, B-O-O-R-T. Now, can you even tell me which state that's in? Uh, I'm going to take a guess. Uh, that sounds to me like it is in Western Australia. Keep going. South Australia? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Bought in Victoria. Oh, he's won. There, there we <laughs> go. He took me three guesses. So, you know, there we go. Bought in, in uh, Victoria has uh, been switched on. It's now in test mode. So if you know anybody there, you know, tell them to switch, switch on and uh, tell us what the signal is like. Um, you know, before that, just last week, we put on another one in uh, Queensland, the little place called Corralbin, uh, which is in southeast Queensland, uh, south of Bow Desert. It's actually not far from Bow Desert, which was number one way back in 1999. So, you know, in the middle of all of that, you've got big places too, you know, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide, Perth. We're in all of those places, and we, we are using the opportunities that we have to inject God's word into the middle of people's situations, whatever they are doing. And I can tell you, lives are changing, and it's happening in spades all over the country, but we can't do it without our faithful supporters, and that's why we have these visionathons. So we're doing it again next week. It's really simple. We're just going to tell you the need. We are going to tell you the evidence for uh, what is happening as a result of the work we've been doing, and we'll invite you to get uh, in, into the action to maybe do something that's a little bit different, maybe take a step of faith, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm praying that there'll be some people out there who are willing to step up and take a big step of faith 
to spur other people on. Uh, and we've seen that in the past where we've had some people ring up and say, you know, I'm not quite really sure that I want to do this, but I just feel like God is telling me to do something crazy. And, you know, I want to match every donation that comes in or I want to, uh, you know, if if a bunch of other people will rise to this level with me, uh, then, you know, I'll, I'll give an extra amount or whatever it might be. Those kinds of things, they are genuine steps of faith uh, and it, it spurs other people on to give. So, you know, maybe there's someone listening now who now's the time to think and pray about it. What could you do next week that is really going to spur other people on to be part of this and spur them on? to faith and good works. Uh, And that really ties back to the theme scripture we'll have next week, which is Ephesians 4. I was going to ask you about the theme for next week, and as you mentioned, Ephesians chapter 4. And I'd invite listeners to go to your Bible, open up at Ephesians chapter 4, find out what it says in there, because as I understand it, Phil, we're going to have a great focus on being equipped and being ready. How does that all fit in with those scriptures? Yeah, well, Ephesians 4 really talks about the unity and maturity of the body of Christ, us as believers, and that Christ himself has given us gifts. Uh, and that's pretty amazing when you think about that, that Christ himself has given gifts to us and to be you know, prophets and teachers and pastors and evangelists and so on, apostles. Uh, but he's given us those gifts for a reason. He actually wants us to do something with them, to use them. Uh, firstly, so that we will grow in maturity and more in the likeness of Christ. Firstly, the work that he does in us. But then he wants to do work through us so that uh, the body itself will be built up, that we'll have a strong foundation. We won't be blown around by the winds of of doctrine. Or or I read a version the other day that said, you know, when people try to trick you, you know, you'll you'll be able to stand and have, have a solid foundation. Um, but, uh, you know, God is is working not only in us, but through us. And so we can then reflect what he's put inside of us in everything that we do. And one particular verse in Ephesians 4 that really stands out to me, the phrase is, to speak the truth in love. Now, you're talking about the election this morning. Uh, There's plenty of talk out there at the moment in the political arena and in the public discourse generally that is not speaking the truth, a lot of it for starters, or it is maybe speaking the truth, but not doing it in love. You know, there's there's lots of agendas and forthright, just railroading people. And one of the things I love about what we do is we're not afraid to put out the truth, put it out there, but we do it graciously and we do it in uh, in love. And as you listen to this program, 2020, you hear that every day of the week. So, you know, that's that's a key thing of what God wants to do with us. And when you support us through Visionathon, you are helping uh, empower that. You know, and that's the theme next week is about being equipped and ready. God equips us with gifts and he wants us to be ready to use them when the opportunities come along. And that's about us as individuals, but it's also corporately. We want to be equipped and ready to continue doing what he's called us to do through this media ministry in 2017. Well, as I reflect on that being equipped and uh, as you can uh, appreciate how that scripture hands out, you know, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, uh, equipping believers to uh, to perform in some sense 
uh, the hands and feet of Christ, equipping others to be able to care for one another, to be able to take this gospel forward, to be able to uh, be a bright shining light to a community that really is in darkness. Uh, and this idea of a reciprocal here, this is an interesting twist on what this equipping is all about, Phil, as you just mentioned. Uh, while we're talking about the sorts of programming that goes to air on vision, being an equipping for people, uh, there is a need there for the people to equip us to be able to make that continue to happen. Yeah, well, that's right. You know, we've got to pay the bills. You know, we have, uh, you know, electricity to run the place and, you know, all sorts of different expenses. That That's kind of, it's actually the really boring side of things. Uh, it's But it is the nuts and bolts that you need. If you're going to go on a journey somewhere, well, you've got to have a car or some means of getting there and then fuel we need that to go on this journey of uh, this mission that God has called us to. And look, the evidence, Neil, is there every single day. And if I could just pull out a comment from a lady who contacted us during the last Visionathon, and she gave a donation, uh, and that's what we're asking for you to do uh, next week. Uh, her name is Joy. She lives in Forbes in New South Wales. You'll know where that is. Uh, they've been through a tough time recently with the floods through that, that area. And Joy says that vision has been a part of her life since we came on air there in the town, which was quite a few years ago now. And she says, without Christian radio, I don't know how I would have survived spiritually during some very tough times when my children were teenagers. Again, today you're talking about that, right. the secret sins of, of teenage daughters, which in my house it's stealing the chocolate biscuits out of the cupboard. <laughs> okay. uh, but she says, I don't know how I would have got through. I don't know how I would have survived spiritually during those very tough times when my children were teenagers. Christian radio was my lifeline. Uh, when I gave my life to the Lord, it was through Christian radio that I heard the voice of God confirming to me that Jesus was real. Every day, vision is on in my home, and indeed everyone that I hear has become part of my Christian family. Everyone hears that in her, in her family, and she's part of this wider family. Joy says she's fed, she's encouraged, her heart is lifted, uh, and she has actually gone on. She's been a, one of our wonderful monthly partners, and uh, when she responded during the last Visionathon, she said, I'm actually going to up that and give some more every month. So Joy may well be listening right now. Uh, thank you, Joy. I hope you're feeling the love from this end because we can't do this without people like you. And next week we are asking for more to join with us. We're asking for people who've perhaps given in the past to do it again because the mission is not over. We need to keep going. Our aim next week is to raise $500,000 in donations uh, to come through. And also we're putting the invitation out there for people to consider becoming a monthly partner in 2017. So it's twofold. Make a donation now and you, will you become a monthly partner starting January at whatever amount that you can and, uh, you know, you'll be with us right there. We'll be cheering you on. You'll be cheering us on as together we undertake this great commission that we have been given. Well, Phil, it all kicks off on Tuesday next week. That's the official day when the Visionathon starts. Uh, we'll have teams and it'll be a lot of fun as it always is. And we'll get to this wonderful opportunity to interact with so many listeners and people who are calling in with donations. It'll be a wonderful opportunity over that four days. And uh, a $500,000 figure, well, as I recall, the last Visionathon, I think uh, our, our goal was a lot higher than that. That's right. And uh, and so uh, listeners came to the fore and they got us across the line even for a much higher goal. This one, perhaps not quite as high a goal, but 
just as important. It is important. For, so we have a good, firm foundation for next year. Very quickly, Neil, because I know you've got to move on to uh, Bill Muhlenberg very shortly, but yep. this year so far, we have had, let me see, so far, 35 new installations. Wow. You know, we've had an average of uh, somewhere between 30 and 40 every year since we started on average of new installations of Vision Radio into communities around Australia. So... You know, that's just more evidence that we're not stopping, we're not slowing down, we are continuing to pursue this dream to connect God's Word into people's hearts around the country. And just some of these places, Neil, maybe a quick yes or no if you know where these are. Okay. And Andamooka, South Australia? South Australia. <laughs> Risden, Risden Vale? Uh, Tasmania. Very good. Yakandanda? Uh, Victoria. Cabago? I'm stumped. New South Wales. <laughs> Creswick? Uh, Creswick. Uh, that's Victoria. It is. Yay. Uh, Victoria. Yeah. Bundanoon. That's Victoria too. No, it's in no. New South Wales. That's New South Wales. Sorry. Mingan. Uh, New South Wales. Ringaruma. Um, no, I don't know where that is. That's in Tasmania. <laughs> the north of Tasmania. <laughs> and Swansea is Victoria. No, it's in Tasmania. Tasmania. So that's oh, only, of that, look at that. that that's only Swansea, 10 of the 35 yeah. that we've so far put on this year, which is just amazing. And it becomes a, a lesson in geography for every one of our on-air team. And uh, apologies in advance if we talk about your town and somebody gets the pronunciation wrong. Sometimes sometimes that happens and comes to light in the vision of thought. But, uh, you know, our heart's in the right place, even if we can't always pronounce your town and not even if everybody doesn't know exactly where you are. And just to throw a challenge out to you, Neil, if uh, Robbo and Becky can record a song, then maybe you can too with I've Been Everywhere, Man, and uh, we'll have that as part of 2020. I'm not sure we can come to the party with that one, but we'll give it some consideration. <laughs> and I'd uh, like to apologise to all of our listeners for uh, that effort this morning <laughs> and point out the fact that they did say the first time they played it that this is the only time we're going to play it, and then they played it again. And no doubt it'll come up again and again. Oh, I'm, I'm, He's hoping not. Let's see. How <laughs> well, can we delete it? Phil Edwards, uh, great getting your preview to what's coming next week. A very important vision-a-thon being equipped and ready and an opportunity for listeners uh, to partner with us in equipping and being ready for all sorts of good things, uh, being a minister of the gospel, uh, being a fulfillment of uh, what uh, leaders are called to do, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.